What up, what up, and welcome back to another episode of Bach Fantasy Talk. I'm your favorite one in four host, Alex Bach, alongside here with Beck Janky. And today, week six preview, week five review. Currently, your boy is sitting at one in four with the most points allowed. Um, so my only defense of my team is played a guy who scored 155 points, and my how do you, what do you say? My wound on my team is I've scored the second least points, uh, but I truly think I've gotten the score short end of the stick in my schedule because I played a team that has scored 136, 126, or no 114, 171, 119, and 155. I like to know the average of of our league as far as points scored per week, and then compare that to the average margin of loss for you, and then also the average points scored against your team, because I'd, I'd love to know that's an interesting stat. Yeah, well, one thing I did look at was, like, like a team like Nate Hayes, who's 3-2 and two with second-least points allowed and the third-least points scored, but that that's just kind of how fancy has been recently. I realize it's been more matchups than how your team is, but a lot of guys are hurt. And with that, we got to get into it. So, going into the Thursday night football game, it was the Chicago Bears against the Washington Commanders. Um, I really didn't, what I took away from this game is the Commanders are a historically bad defense. This team is on pace to allow the most points in history, in NFL history. This Commanders D line is insane, but their team is terrible. Hmm. Forbes yeah. has to be better. All these guys have to be better. Fields look good, but I think Forbes is just honestly worse. Didn't even get, barely got over 50% completion percentage. Khalil Herbert got hurt. Um, so I think a waiver wire pickup is Deontay Foreman, but I'm like, if I'm bottom three of the waiver wire, that's who I'm targeting because I don't think Foreman's going to be that worth anything. What I took away from this game is Logan Thomas and Cole Komet are top 12 tight ends, which means you have to play. Cole Komet and Logan Thomas right. moving forward. Sam Howell only did well from a fantasy perspective because he threw the ball 51 times. It was not impressed with him in the first half. Not impressed with Brian Robinson. When you get down that bad that early, not really going to run the ball that much. Uh, Terry McLaurin, not really a bust, but he kind of was picked where he should be picked. Falcons and Texans, I think I watched the whole... I watched pretty much the whole game like I always do. Stroud looked... I mean, the Falcons' defense is just legit. Got to give it to them. Pass rush isn't great, but it's been a little bit better. But the defense is legit. Ellis is playing downhill. Lamont's playing downhill. Secondary is extremely good. It could have been a little bit better if Jesse Bates caught that pick. Defense shows up when they should from the Falcons. All the, the running game is good. I mean, Stroud, like, he kind of had a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they could have converted in the red zone. I mean, they kicked, what, four field goals? They yeah. kicked four field goals at the long of 43 yards. So that means you're, in, you're inside the 20 for almost every single one of those. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I think if they – I mean, Houston could have won this game by two touchdowns if they would have converted in the red zone. But give give credit to the Falcons. I mean, Houston was tw- was 23 carries for 64 yards. That's a 2.8 average per carry. I mean, that's, that's pretty darn good in this league when it's really a passing league and then teams will just hand it off and they'll get five or six. So, I mean, to hold them to that, that few – of yards is, I mean, that's that's pretty darn good. So, yeah. Well, the Falcons kicked themselves in the foot. Two unsportsmanlike penalties, two fumbles. That'll do that to you. Uh, but Bijan, 
I think the thing that why Bijan didn't do well is because those checkdowns that Ritter hit a ton in Jacksonville and he hit a ton in Detroit just weren't there. Just straight up were not there. They were covering it well. Their defensive calling was good, but when you're covering up the guy in the checkdown, you're not covering up the guy downfield, and that allows for Johnny Smith, Kyle Pitts, and Drake London to actually have a really good day, and Desmond Ritter to actually look like a decent quarterback. Texans side of the ball, just the average Damian Pierce game. I mean, there's nothing you can expect. Tank Dell went down, I think, with a head injury. Uh, Robert Woods had nine targets, which I'm a little impressed at, but he did drop like two or three. Uh, Schultz did all right, but I think he's going to be busting the next few weeks. Yeah, I mean, Robert Woods, he was three catches for 30 yards. I mean, yeah, and this just, the Falcons defense is actually a legit defense. So, yeah. Um, Falcons trade Van Jefferson today. What I'm taking away from that is absolutely nothing. Literally, absolutely nothing. It's very low risk. I mean, he's, I guess, high reward, but I'd say like mid reward play. I mean, what would you? Where would you put him on the receiver depth chart? I mean, I think he's better than Kadero Hodge. He's better than. You got to speak up. I think he's better than Kadero Hodge. I think he's better than Matt Collins. I mean, Matt Collins. He's a great run blocker, which is why he's on the field. Um, I mean, I think he's. I think he's a better receiver than a, a lot of the guys you have on the team right now. Yeah, I think you can definitely put him at two or three. Um, I put him at three just because I think Matt Collins isn't playing terrible, but he's not really playing great. So, but also he's not going to play this week. No, literally zero value in fantasy. Yeah, um, but I mean, I think from a Falcon standpoint, like beside, like. T- you know, taking away from the fact that this is a fantasy podcast, I think on a Falcon standpoint, it's a great move to make. I mean, it's it's one of those moves that a, a smart GM makes in the middle of the season when they they realize that some teams are vulnerable, and that's what they did there with the Rams. So I like that move for sure. I mean, not I mean, doesn't do anything from the fantasy standpoint, but it's great for the Falcons, in my opinion. Yeah, we'll take it, I guess. Uh, Bills and Jaguars. ETN did well. Trevor Lawrence honestly just really isn't that good, I think. But ETN actually is. Really proved me wrong this year. Ridley did solid, which is weird because it really just didn't feel like the Jaguars had to throw this ball this game. Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram you're fine. Zay Jones just made a class like Anthony Richardson. Christian Kirk is still a solid flex. Uh, Bill's side of the ball. I don't want to hit the panic button on James Cook, but I think his value is decreasing heavily. Um I know they played the Giants this week, so I might have to like eat my words just because he's not doing because he'll do well. But I think the thing when I said last year in the Bills in the playoffs is that this team will never win the Super Bowl because this team will never have the ability to effectively run the ball when they're supposed to be running the ball. This team will never win the Super Bowl because they cannot run the ball. It's not the running backs. It's just how the team's built. It's just not made to run the ball. I agree, especially given that if you want to play in deep playoff runs, I mean, you're going to be playing in some games where it's snowing and stuff like that. Like they've seen in the past, it's, it's the short yard running games. I mean, that's what the Eagles did. That's how they got to the Super Bowl last year. It's the short yardage stuff. And, yeah, they can't do it effectively. I mean, I think they have to go draft this year because there are some good running backs in the draft. I mean, I great point about that. I mean, they can't really make a deep playoff run without that. Uh, Anthony Richardson's made of glass. Titans Colts made of glass. Last week, I, two weeks ago, I said Derrick Henry, should you should hit the panic button on him. Derrick Henry proceeded to drop 25 points. <laughs> and then I had proceeded for Brock Berge to text me and say, you see, why did I not trade? Like, you're an idiot for saying panic button on Derrick Henry. That performance on Sunday was unacceptable. Just from a team that you're playing, it is unacceptable. 67% of snaps, his snap share is going up a little bit. But it's only, or 62, excuse me, but it's only 62%. Because 
I mean, it, be, it's just not good. Like to, I just the snapshot there is terrible. Yeah, I mean, but to be, I mean, at least he's getting. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not good. Also, this is a promising sign. Titans actually decided to play DeAndre Hopkins. Played eighty three percent of snaps. Played fifty snaps this week from playing thirty five the week before. Uh, Colts side of the ball, I, I think some people probably started Jonathan Taylor. I didn't really touch on Jonathan Taylor because I did not think he was going to sign that extension. Also, I don't think, think the extension at this point is a good move. Um, he might be playing well, and it's good to have him back, but I really don't believe the extension was a good thing. I think Zach Moss is running the ball excellently. Um, I just don't think $26 million guarantee is worth it, but I think Jim Ursay for some reason, switched up. He normally doesn't switch up, so I would love to hear what happened to where he switched up. And if you can't tell, I love talking more about salary cap than I do fantasy now because my fantasy team stinks but but from the Colts it just it just doesn't make sense but from a fantasy perspective I think this week is they play who do they play this week they play the uh, they play the Jaguars they play the Jaguars I, I think they, they might not score 10 points this week I think the I think Jaguars score 10 points. Is good no that's, I think it's a cold take I think Zach Moss I, I wouldn't play either this week honestly just because I think it's risky but oh I'm playing Pittman because with AR 15 out you're just gonna put him on your IR spot but I think Michael Pittman um, I think the one last three games when Gardner Minshew played, I think he had 10-plus targets in each game, so that's a very promising sign for Pittman owners. Obviously, Anthony Richardson hurts because that's who I had as well. Um, but I think you've got to wait on Jonathan Taylor and maybe play Zach Moss one more time. But I mean, they're not going to have a quarterback. Yeah, but they ran the ball effectively with Moss. They ran the ball effectively that game either way. Uh, Saints and... Patriots, we were split screen this game. It was the Falcons game and the Saints game, and the Patriots were so bad, we just turned it off. MT did well. Olave, another another really disappointing. Oh, he had a touchdown, so not a disappointing week. But I'm not panicking on Olave, but I think this has just been a disappointing last two or three weeks. Um, in general, 12 yards is just really bad. I know they were up a ton. I know they were running the ball, ran the ball 42 times. It's just not what I see. Even... Though they ran the ball, he had five targets. I guess that's the second most. I'm not panicking on him, but I'm a little, a little concerned. Patriots, though, I can't defend Mac Jones anymore. He's gone. Can't defend Ramondre Stevenson. I think the problem with the Patriots, and if you get Ian White on here, he will say the exact same thing. Is the Patriots are a team which is still old school, old school front office, old school, old school owner, and they have to make the decision one to go to a modern offense. And two, stop letting guys coach who have coached in the past who have done okay. It, it, they got. I think it's time to do a flush in New England. Let a new coach come in, let a new coach pick a quarterback, and let this team ride. Steelers and Ravens, this is unacceptable by the Ravens. Unacceptable by the Ravens receivers. They paid Lamar Jackson all that money, and they paid the receivers too much money because these guys suck. I mean, un, unacceptable. I, I can't believe I watched a three-minute video that I had to speed up because it was so bad of Ravens players dropping passes. I mean... It was unacceptable. It's just OBJ, though. I mean, they, they have Zay Flowers on a cheap contract. They, I mean, Mark Andrews, they have they have him in an expensive contract. Now, they overpaid Nelson Aguilar, which I understand. Like I mean, Every like, single player at, on at that. Least, every single player had a bad drop. Name a player on that receiving <laughs> core. They either had a bad drop or they didn't have enough targets zay flowers and mark terrible drops three drops zay mark flowers. andrews dropped a touchdown yeah so it's zay flowers and mark andrews with 21 targets combined i don't know i mean i, I still like i mean that's just 
I mean, that's what you get when you play the Steelers. Like, sometimes stupid stuff like that happens. I mean, the Steelers, didn't they block a punt? Like, they just, I mean, you play the Steelers and stupid stuff happens like that. So Yeah, the Steelers side of the ball, you're just going to play Pickens at this point. But Matt Canada, if he's not fired by tonight, at the time we're recording this, 7.27 p.m., October 10th, Tuesday, I don't know what's wrong. They, that, won't, they won't fire him. They I won't mean, fire I, him, I but they just, should. They'll just demote him. I bet they just find. I bet they take a new play caller. I mean, this week they played the um, Rams. I think they yeah. lose that game. Uh, I think this week they have the. The, the Steelers are a, have a bye this week. A weirdly coached team that wins football games. Like this team's really not a football game. Every single game this team has played, they should have not won. Like they should realistically be zero and five, but they're three yeah. and two. So I'll give them props. They're three and two, but. It's Once a, they play uh, teams that are that actually want to show up and play football, this team's done for. Uh, Panthers and Lions, it's just a high-scoring game. I think I said start like everybody. Amon Ra didn't play. Thielen's doing exceptional. Thielen's going to be a top-ten receiver by the end of the year. Mingo's getting a little bit more work than Shark, but Shark did have a touchdown. Miles Sanders, done for. Bust list. Boom, panic. Send him off. I'm done with him. Uh, Adam Thielen's the only guy I'm playing moving forward. Don't really want to talk about the Panthers, but they should trade Brian Burns. They should have taken the Rams trade and traded and got two first-round picks. And honestly, they should have just waited another year and got Caleb Williams. Lions side of the ball. Dave Montgomery could have probably had 32 points, I think. He got stuffed once or twice on the one-yard line, and then Jared Goff, QB, sneaked it. So he realistically could have had 35 points. Right. Uh, Laporta, tight end one. Hard to trade him. I'm really going to keep him. Amon Ra did not play, but he expects to be back this week. Giants and Dolphins. I'm just starting Darren Waller this week. That's it. I'm, do- I'm done. I'm done with the Giants. I can't defend them either. Uh, Lion or no, excuse me, Dolphins. And Graham Gano. Yeah. Sorry, Graham Gano. A chain was looking so good, and then I wake up today, have 27 Twitter notifications, and then realize A chain's knee is out. For a He's while. out. Probably two weeks. Maybe I are. So what I did was I went to look at the waiver wire and kind of see what is there for me. I think Jeff Wilson's not the worst pickup in the world just because of the fact that you don't know where this team's going to pivot because this team has been using two running backs a lot. Last year they used two running backs a lot. And just realistically, they're going to use two running backs a lot. I think it's going to be Jeff Wilson because the fact he's still in the team makes sense. Um, Mossert ended up playing 59% of the snaps. Uh, I think Alec Ingold is the fullback. Yep. And A-Chain played 48% of the snaps. Chris Brook played 13%, but that's probably because they were winning. Yeah, and up by 15. Yeah. Um, so I think Jeff Wilson's worth a shot. He's played to Mike McDaniel's offense and Kyle Shanahan's, so why not? And then Waddle, Waddle and Tyree Kill, like why would you not play them? So they did well. Waddle is first touchdown, but that's a good sign. Bengals. Bengals really proved me wrong. Burrow threw the ball 46 times, which I guess is effective. Mixon had 25 carries. Mixon actually had a solid little game. He did. But this is one of those games it's like, all right, T. Higgins is out. Time for Jamar Chase to go. And I think it's with the Falcons trade today, I think it's a time to think about guys who are going to get traded. I think it's time for T. Higgins to get traded. I really do think that. I think a good spot's the Panthers. But we'll keep rolling. Jamar Chase did well. I like him in Houston. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Jamar Chase did what what he should have done for a top three pick. Yep. And then I guess James Conner went on IR. So what are you doing? I guess you're pick, picking up 
Dare Mercado, but the problem with picking up Dare Mercado is, well, I guess James Conner's out, guaranteed to be out for four weeks. But is this team really going to run the ball that well with Dare Mercado is the question. I guess pick you up Rondell Moore if he's not. If, if Rondell Moore is not rostered, I would pick him up. I would pick up Dare Mercado over Rondell Moore. Yeah, I know. I just think Rondell Moore gets some good. He just gets some good receiving work, too. I mean, he played, He basically played running back at Purdue. It's a very similar offense. Not not as a highly capable QB. I, th- I think picking up Rondell Moore is a nice spot if you haven't already. I mean, if you can get Dare Mercado, of course, do that. But I like Rondell Moore here. And, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe the Cardinals will trade for running back anyway because James Conner, I want to say, is I think he has a couple more years left on his deal. But getting a guy like Dontre Hilliard kind of makes sense for them. Philadelphia Eagles and Los Angeles Rams. Devontae Smith played 74 snaps, and he had one reception. Is kind of crazy to me. That's just that's just the Eagles. Like You're going to get that. And I guarantee you next week, who they're playing next week. They're playing, who are they playing? Jets. Yeah, and I guarantee you Devontae Smith scores 27 points. Like it, It's just the way the Philly offense is. It's the new guy each week. This week it's Dallas Goddard. Selling high on Dallas Goddard. I hope everybody in my league listens to this and trades for Dallas Goddard. I'm selling high on Goddard. Now, nine targets is good, but that's the thing with the Eagles is they will just – A.J. Brown does well. Okay, next week Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith's been doing well. Okay, next yeah. is A.J. Brown. Then it's Goddard. Then it's Swift. Like You see, you hear a new guy every week for Philly. Rams side of the ball. I'm telling you, Nakua – and Cooper Cup are the guys. They're the guys moving forward. Uh, Tutu Atwell's value is he's pretty much droppable at this point unless one of those guys gets right. hurt. But then, I mean, I guess with them training Van Jefferson, it could be possible. Van Jefferson didn't get a target, which I think they, I think is honestly the... Do you think they held him out because, because they knew they were going to trade him? He played two snaps. Yeah, I think they knew that. Um, I think also the... I think the Rams had honestly a lot of receivers they like, and it's time for them to make a shift, which isn't the worst thing. Uh, Jets at Broncos. I said last week, Brees Hall is going to do exceptionally well. Um, He totally did that. Uh, Receiving wise, it's just that's just the Garrett Wilson game you're going to get now with Zach Wilson. You had to leave the team in targets, but that's what you're going to get. Dalvin Cook is officially droppable. Um, And then Broncos side of the ball. I, I, I was my fantasy game was over, so I really didn't care. Like. At the four o'clock slate, so I guess Judy did well. I would, I might go back and watch every catch he had, but that's the thing. The thing you might get with the Broncos this week is they're going to be down a ton. So why not throw to Judy? Like they're playing the Chiefs, so right. Judy might not be the worst start. This was the game where Cortland Sutton was bound to bust. I don't think I said a start Sutton last week. But I think it might not be the worst thing to try test the waters with Judy this week. He's gonna get it. He's gotta get in the end zone at one point. One thing I did like about Judy though is he got a lot of one yard catches, which I don't think is the worst thing because like I think the they want to the give him the ball. Yeah, it's like they want to give him the ball and kind of get in space, which I don't think is the worst thing. Uh, Chiefs and Vikings. Kelsey went down. He's most likely going to play this week. This is kind of the kind of the Andy Reid punch you in the mouth game where they just they don't really have a leading receiver but it's a lot of like short yardage stuff let's see one two three four five six seven eight nine I mean, ten guys caught a pass i mean turnovers just killed this game for the vikings i mean and and, and some penalties too but yeah i mean it was pretty even on possession yards were the same i mean but 
Yeah. It was. It, I mean, the Chiefs they had more penalties, but it was just timely penalties for the Vikings. I mean, they had that, that pass interference call, which was questionable. So near the end, but I mean, first downs were the exact same. Like it's just mm-hmm. that happens in the NFL. It's so it's so razor thin. I mean, it's a short. It's a fourth quarter league, so yeah. they could have easily won that game. But it's going to be tough going forward without um, Justin Jefferson. And speaking of Justin Jefferson, he's on IR. So how do you replace him? Well, you can't replace Justin Jefferson, right? So. But I'm trying to get any single value for Justin Jefferson as I can. Like, like literally anything. And hear me out. Vikings play the Bears this week. If the Vikings lose this game, which I don't think they do, but if they lose this game, they're 1-5. Next game, they play the 49ers. Might as well make that 1-6. And, right. and then they play the Packers, who are doing well. And then at this point, they play the Falcons. Falcons have been playing well, and you know Justin Jefferson's going to be out. I, I see the Falcons actually winning that game. I don't think that's biased. I just think of the way they've been playing and how Minnesota's defense is. The Falcons are going to win that game. But I'm sitting here, I'm trading Justin Jefferson for maybe like a, who do you think is like a like a Christian Watson? That's the only guy that pops up. Like something like that. Like something a little cheap. Like a Donovan like, Peoples-Jones. Or a Nico Collins. No, 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 not, not a Donovan Peoples-Jones. Same, I mean, same thing, though. But like a DeAndre Hopkins. Like something that's like has some value, but it's a little cheap. Maybe a guy who's like 4-1 and one who wants to take a shot. Oh, I, th- I, thought you were, I thought you were saying the Vikings should trade for a guy like No, that. no, I meant like you should trade. Like like Terry yeah. McCorn or something like that. Just Yeah, I, if, mean, I mean, I think Ju- Judy has some upside going into a few weeks now. I mean, if you could if you could somehow get Judy and somebody else for, Jeff- for Jefferson, it's not one Also, Kevin O'Connell did come out and say that they are not playing Justin Jefferson until he is 100%. Which a hamstring, that's really tough. I mean, yeah. he, could, he could be out for eight weeks. And the fact honest. that they automatically put him on, on IR, like, like no decision. Like, it's not like A-Chain where they... There was not a second yeah, opinion with There was Justin not a Jefferson. second opinion, which is not good. Cowboys at 49ers. This it's not a humble game for the Cowboys, but the Cowboys are just such a. I, I feel like I've watched too much football at this point to know what's going to happen. It's a the Cow- game. The Cowboys. Also, this was a cool stat: thirty-nine teams that have gone on and won the Super Bowl have lost a game by twenty or more points. Thirty-nine out of what, like fifty-six, fifty-seven? Yeah. So. Oh right, yeah. This is just way. it's just a That's game cool. where it's like know. okay, the 49ers are really good and the Cowboys struggled. I think they're going to figure stuff out. They play the Chargers this week. I am starting Dak Prescott as my quarterback because Anthony Richardson is down. But yeah. I'm not giving up on the Cowboys. I'm not giving up on Pollard. And this team's schedule is really hard. Like, people yeah. – it, it's a this tough game, schedule. This game, I mean, I thought last week was kind of a big measuring stick game to see, okay, can they compete with the top three teams in the league? Now it's about can you compete with that second tier. I mean, playing the Chargers, that – I think the Chargers they'll eventually elevate. They'll have Austin Eckler coming back either this he week is, or next week. No, he's said he's ninety nine percent sure he's coming back this week. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's he's coming back this week, um, barring any setback on a Thursday or Friday walkthrough. So I mean, I I I think that's a it's a big measuring stick game this weekend for the Cowboys to see if they can fight in that second tier of Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, Packers and Raiders. I did not watch this game. Personally, I was at the Braves game. I know Beck Janky was too. I'd much rather be at the Braves game. But from the Twitter clips and the stuff I took away from this game, A.J. Dillon finally got in the end zone. Watson almost had a touchdown. Watson, okay. I know I have Watson, but Watson should have probably had what? He should have four more, like five more yards and a touchdown. Should have had 18 points. This is what you expect from Christian Watson. And, you know, you're going to get the people like, oh, he – he, offense. he had a 77-yard catch. Like, if you take that away, 
I was once that guy. I'm not that guy anymore. He had the 77-yard catch. Seven targets. We had the team in targets. I think Musgrave also isn't the worst play either. Right. Um, but Jordan Love, like Jerry Alexander said, they're young. So just just the way it is. Raider side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, going to a, going to a hostile home – I mean, home environment, away environment, I guess. Home no, it wasn't – it was a lot of Packers. Yeah, a lot of green in the stands. I know, but it was it was pretty darn loud. I was watching I was watching the whole fourth quarter almost when I got home. It was it was pretty loud. I mean, I mean it's a it's a big stadium. It's bigger than I thought actually. So I mean I, I think they, it's it's good for what they got. So I mean I, I I still like Jordan Love. I still think he's solid. I mean they've good they've got good running backs. So I would I would start the Packers offense as far as top to bottom more than a lot of offenses yeah in the NFL right now. and you get a bye week so we got to start like i think bye weeks this week were what browns seahawks Raiders, chargers or not Raiders, sorry chargers uh, buccaneers and buccaneers <laughs> yeah so yeah. something to consider i think jacoby myers is 100 percent a start moving forward yeah and then adams and uh i would say meyer but meyer is not it and obviously you're gonna play josh jacobs yeah moving into week six preview i'm just gonna lift list off names beck janky cor- yeah. correct me if you want me to say anything yeah speaking of bye weeks though, i had i had nine oh, players who's on out last this week, week. I had nine players out last week. Eight of them were on bye. Um, I mean, I had Mike Evans, Rashad White, Austin Eckler, you know, a thousand other guys on bye week. So that was that was a fun experience to work through. I almost won it last last night. I, Eddie, he had Josh Jacobs. So it was it was close there for a while, and he finally got his touchdown in the third quarter, and that kind of lifted the monkey off the back for as far as his fantasy production. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I almost had it last week, but. There are some there are some good games this week. I'm really excited for this week's NFL. Week six buys Packers uh, Packers and Steelers get the buy. Broncos. I think just Judy. I think I think give Judy a shot this week. If not, I'll hit the panic button after this game and I'll take my loss. But I'm playing a Thursday night player this week. Uh, Chiefs. Yeah. Pacheco, Mahomes, and Kelsey. Commanders. I'm gonna say bench Ryan Robinson. Uh, I, I I guess Terry McLaurin. I guess Sam Howell, but C.J. Stroud destroyed the Jaguars, and Falcons locked him up pretty well. They really actually have done a good job defensively, so I'm just playing Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Um, Falcons side of the ball, I think Bijan. I think you get. I think you get Pitts another shot. I, I, I think you get Pitts one more shot. I also think Drake London gets in the end zone, but I think you get Pitts one more shot. Uh, Ravens, I think you go Lamar. Titans run defense is really bad, but I'm just gonna go Lamar, Zay Flowers, and Mark Andrews. Titans, I'm just gonna go Derrick Henry for now, but again, try to trade him and DeAndre Hopkins. Seahawks, I am going Geno, Tyler Lockett, DK, Kenneth Walker, and then Bengals. I'm going Joe Burge, Mar Chase, T. Higgins if he plays, and Joe Mixon. Colts, I'm going Gardner Minshew. Or not Gardner Minshew. Um, I'm going Zach Moss, Michael Pittman. That's it. Jaguars, I'm going Lawrence, Etienne, um, Evan Ingram, Calvin Ridley, and Zay, Christian Kirk. Yeah, Zay Jones is questionable. Um, I mean, yeah, that should be you. that should be a fun that mm-hmm. should be a fun game. Actually, I'm excited to watch that one. Panthers, if you're feeling risky, you need a quarterback. Start Bryce <laughs> Young, um, and then Adam Thielen. Dolphins, Tua, Raheem Mustard, Tyree Kill, uh, Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle. No A chain. Yeah. Poor A chain. Would have been a good week. Vikings, uh, Big Kirko wakes up dripping like this. Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson. Bears, I'm going Fields I, I, I and DJ actually, Moore and Cole Komet. I might start, I mean, if you're if you're in a league that's more than 12 people, I would consider um, KJ Osborne as a start. I mean, he's had, he's had a couple spot catches that have gone for 
that have been deep shots. Oh, he's a waiver wire pickup too. Yeah, yeah, he's a big waiver wire pickup. I think he's projected like twelve and a half or thirteen or something like that this week. I mean, he's a great flex play. Um, right now, I have Devonte Smith in my flex, so thankfully I don't have to worry about that. But I mean, it'd be a nice waiver wire pickup. I think I'm, I'm too high on the list to you know be in a chance to get that. But yeah, I'm getting one or two guys. I'm second, 49ers and Browns. Um, let's see, you want CM? Oh. I think you bench pretty this week. I think the Browns is really good coming off a of bye week, which is exceptional. The only problem is if Deshaun Watson does not play, it'll be it's pretty, it's going to be a blowout. Like it's looking like that. I think it's more of like a speak up. It's it's like a probably like a 20, 26 to to nine type of game where they kick three field goals. It, it looks to be PJ Walker as the starter. Oh really? He's um, on the team. Yeah, he's a yeah. He was just he's been on the practice squad, but he just got pulled up after the Dorian Thompson Robinson game that he had against. Um, gosh, now I'm forgetting the team now. Anyways, yeah, so DTR did not look very Ravens. good. Ravens. Yes, thank you, the Ravens. Yeah, so DTR was pretty horrible that game. So they're going to pull up P.J. Walker. He was he was on the roster for the Ravens game, but now it's officially it's his shot. So, I mean, I think just having DTR play his first career regular season game. Man. Right. Sorry to cut you off, but it's not a Browns podcast. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I know what I you're mean, saying. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it affects. Yeah, yeah. Affects he did, he did not look good. But the, that's a great point. That's good you're here because I think if P.J. Walker – plays Amari Cooper's play yeah I think because I think he's a much better quarterback uh, but we'll go Brock not Brock Purdy but I'm going to CMC Kittle Ayuk and obviously Debo Browns if only if he plays I'm starting Amari Cooper Beck you can say somebody else but I think that's just the only guy I really want I mean I feel comfortable I, with. I think that's it yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if DTR was starting then you would you would probably bench Amari Cooper you play nobody but, yeah yeah all right and then let's see next game Saints at Texans I go, I go Stroud, Nico Collins, and Nico Collins, and then New Orleans. I would go Kamara, Alave. I would take Mike Mike Thomas there too. Yeah, maybe MT too. Uh, New England. I'd go. <laughs> I'd actually go Ramondre this week. I would go Ramondre this week. I think it's the one time where he like actually does something. Uh, mm-hmm. Vegas, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, and. Jacoby Myers. Josh Jacobs might have a field day, actually. Yeah, uh, Arizona, I don't think Dobbs is the worst play. I think that new running back is probably the worst play, though. And I think Marquise Brown. Rams, I'm going Nakua, Stafford, and Cooper Cup. Eagles, Hurts, Swift, Smith, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, the usual yeah. crew. Jets, just probably Garrett, Garrett Wilson, honestly. Maybe, I guess you could go Brees Hall. I mean, I... I haven't watched the Eagles yet. I don't exactly know where their where their run defense stacks up, but I mean, I would assume it's pretty darn good. I, I guess he could be a play, but probably not. Yeah, Lions. Uh, I think you go Golf, Montgomery, Amon Ron, Laporta, Tampa Bay. I think you go. I think you honestly do go Baker. I think you go Baker. I don't think Rashad White, but I think Baker, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would say. I mean, I th- I think. I mean. I'm 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 biased. I think maybe Rashad, Rashad White, White because they might be down throwing it, but also Bucks are coming off a bye, so that's kind of like what people don't take into consideration. They they've had two weeks and the Lions had one week to prepare. Yeah, Lions are thin in the secondary, so I mean I Actually, guess I would, I would love to know what guys do during a bye week. I'll, I'll ask somebody. Uh, yeah. Giants at Bills. I think just Waller for the Giants and Saqu- you got, you're going to play Saquon if he plays, and then right. Buffalo Josh Allen Gabe Davis. Digs and I think last week for James Cook, and then Monday night I think I think it's a bounce back game for Dak. I really do. I'm playing Dak Pollard, and C D Lamb, 
Yeah. And and I'm playing that new tight end Ferguson, and then Chargers. I'm playing. They've had a long, long rest, so I'm playing Herbert, <laughs> yeah. Keenan Allen, and then obviously you're gonna play Austin Eckler. Like, duh. Uh, let's see. Let's do like a sleeper pick this week. I would. I mean, I'm just because I know because Judy is a sleeper play this week. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I know the the total here for this just because I'm thinking about like defenses and stuff. That Dallas and Chargers thing. I mean, I think oh, it's, yeah, gonna be, it's gonna be. Too. I think it's gonna be like first to forty five. Yeah. In that game, so I guess you could start like a a Michael Gallup if you really wanted to. That could be a decent waiver wire pickup. He, I bet he gets a touchdown. And I mean, he. Could, I mean, if you're looking for a guy on waivers, if you're really screwed with the bye week this week, I know it's two teams that aren't he- fantasy heavy. That could be a decent play there now that I think about it. I might have to look at on my waivers, but Okay, and then um Denver at Kansas City. Actually I'll do defenses first. Uh give me Kansas uh no, I don't really like Kansas City. It's a short week. Yeah. Give I'm me a, give, them give me Baltimore, <clears throat> Falcons, um Niners. Niners, Dolphins. I like the I like the uh, I like the Colts and I like Jaguars. The, I, like I like the Jags. Yeah, I like uh, the Jags. I'd say New Orleans is a good one. Um, I think Vegas. Uh, I wouldn't go Vegas. We'll go New England. I go the Rams as well. I go the Eagles. I don't think the Detroit's the worst play, but it's the riskiest. And obviously, the Bills might be the best defense this week. And then I think just the Cowboys, just because they think they'll get some sacks. Uh, yep. Waiver wire pickups this week. I like the guy. I like KJ Osborne. I like the new Cardinals running back, and I like Jeff Wilson. I think that's really it. Right. There was somebody else I was gonna look at. Um, I mean, if if Matt Stafford, if he's playing, or if he if he's on your waiver wires, yeah, I, I think I would Stafford pick up him. is a sleepy play. Um, I think that's really it. Mingo could be okay, but I, I mean, yeah. Denver at Kansas know. City. Give me the home team. Give me the Chiefs. That works for me too. I'm the same there. Baltimore at Tennessee. I think the Ravens got to get back to it. Give me the Ravens. Yeah, same there. A little rivalry game. Washington and Atlanta, for some reason, these two teams play each other every year. But like always, give me the birds. <laughs> yeah. Give me yeah. the birds. Yeah, I'm going to lean Atlanta there too for sure. Vikings at Bears. It's time to blow it up, Minnesota. Give me the Bears. I'm going to go Minnesota here. You know, pretty pretty much chalk for me so far, but I feel like it's it's one of those games that Cousins works around with all of his weapons. I, I will say I do see this game going either way. I'm going to say one little quick little thing. The difference between a guy going down in the game and a guy like Justin Jefferson, well, you know he's going to be out. Vikings right. are going to game plan. Vikings will are probably going to regret that Bears pick, but I think the Vikings are going to get out coached. This is my that's my toss up game for the week. I hope Hawkinson gets like twelve catches. That'd be yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, Seahawks at Cincinnati. It's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a little shootout. Uh, give me Seattle though. Uh, no, give me the Bengals. Give me the Bengals. I was going to go Seattle with this one. I think they just have a better running game overall, so I'll take Seattle. San Francisco at Cleveland. I just don't think Sean Watson health is healthy, so give me San Francisco. Yeah, I'm going to take San Francisco. This line's going to move all the all the way this whole week. I bet it. Gets to like eight or nine, so I'll take San Francisco here. Carolina at Miami. I'm not gonna say there's an upset, but just give me Miami. Yeah, I mean Miami. I mean it's one of those high spreads. That you're like, oh shoot, you know maybe maybe it could happen. I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with Miami. I think they're they're just too potent of an offense. Jaguars coming back from the pond after playing two games there. Just give me the Colts. I'm gonna go Jags. Better offense with the back and backup quarterback. I know they've done it before with um, against the Ravens. One, a game they actually won. I'm gonna stay with the Jags though. New Orleans at Houston. After playing a very bad New England team, I think Houston does a little bit better. Give me Houston. I'm gonna say Houston too. New England at Vegas. New England's not. New England's gonna get their stuff together, but not this week. Give me Vegas. Same here. 
Arizona at Los Angeles. I can see, honestly, either game, team winning this, but give me the Rams. I'm going to go Cardinals here. I think it's one of those. I mean, they played the Cowboys really tough a few weeks ago. Uh, they're more physical than the Rams, so we'll see, we'll see how the Rams fill that gap. I mean, not not a very huge one with Van Jefferson, but be interesting to see who is that receiver that steps up. Maybe it'll be Tutu Atwell, but I like I like the Cardinals here. I think they'll just run the ball. I mean, obviously they don't have James Conner, but I think they still game plan for it well. Philly at New York. Give me Philly. Same here. Hey, Eagles are in for a rude awakening, though, after these next four weeks. Just y'all Philly fans better keep that in mind. Detroit at Tampa Bay. Sleeper pick. Give me the... I, the problem is I like Baker Mayfield and I like the Buccaneers. It's just I don't want the Buccaneers for the win for the Falcons. Yep, I get that. I think that Detroit gets a little complacent. Uh, give me Tampa Bay. I'm going to stick with Tampa Bay too. I mean, I think it's one of those that... It, the total's kind of low. Um, I think it's going to be great. whoever gets the 31st wins. I can't even believe this game's a Sunday night game. <laughs> I can't believe the Giants yeah. got... Like four primetime games and the Falcons of zero, but just give me the Bills. Yeah, I'm gonna say Bills. Daniel Jones is questionable, doubtful as of now, but I think he will play. Um, Brian Dable talked about it today, but they're still worried about the doctors thing. I mean, the Deshaun Watson, him not him not playing this weekend is still very under the radar. I'm so sorry, what? Deshaun Watson. We're talking about the Bills. I know, I know, but like we we have no idea if Daniel Jones is gonna play or not. Like, a, oh, they said, coach, I think he most likely will. Yeah, but I, I mean, I mean oh, you have no I was idea. so confused. Okay, Cowboys at Los Angeles bounce back game for the boys. Give me my Super Bowl pick and give me the boys. Same here. All right, Beck Janky, thank you for coming on. Beck Janky and I play each other this week, so I'll come back to minute thirty-seven and thirty seconds after Beck Janky's team puts up a hundred and sixty points after dropping ninety points last <laughs> week. Beck, any last words? No, I, I appreciate you having me. I was I was kind of the peanut gallery last last time I was on, so good to, Step good to at least provide some sort of something. So, mm-hmm. like always, I'm your favorite host, Bach. Unfortunately, we're getting you out in under forty minutes, but there is a new interview coming soon. I'll let you know when that's coming out. Like always, follow us on Instagram at Bach Fantasy Talk. Getting you out under forty minutes. Let's go, go birds, and we will see you. Have a good next week time. at school, everyone.